0: Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Many people today have a hard time understanding that the God of the Old Testament is the same God as the one in the New Testament. They see the Old Testament God as the God of judgment, wrath, and war, and the God of the New Testament as one of love, mercy, and grace. But God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Plenty of times in the Old Testament, we see His love, mercy, and grace reaching into situations. And plenty of times in the New Testament, we see His judgment and wrath. All of those characteristics of God don't work independently. His judgment is meant to draw people to Him. So it's really His love and grace that sends the judgment. And both His love and His judgment comes from His holiness. We see this in Acts 5, 1-11 in the early church with a couple named Ananias and Sapphira. They conspired together to lie in order to get personal glory and look good before the church. What they didn't count on, though, was that God is omniscient, all-knowing. He knew their hypocrisy. He knew their hearts. And He didn't let them get by with it. Separately, they appeared before the apostles, thinking they would receive accolades for their sacrifice. But what they really received was judgment from God. He struck them dead. Verse 11 says, So great fear came upon all the church and upon all those who heard these things. You'd think that fear meant that people would want to stay as far away from those Christians as possible. And it may have made those who were only in the church for what it could do for them slink off into the background. But that wasn't all it did. That fear brought the church together. The next verse said, They were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. This act of God, as well as other signs and wonders, made them unified and focused. It also upped the reputation of the church. Before this story got out, the devout Jews may have looked down on the Christians or ridiculed them. But afterwards, it says, None of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. People inside and outside the church realized that this was serious business. Pretenders didn't dare join because they realized that being a follower of Jesus was more than just a casual commitment. It involved purity and integrity. Surprisingly, this new fear didn't keep people from the Lord. Verse 14 says believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. God's church kept growing by leaps and bounds. The Holy Spirit used this incident to draw people to Him, multitudes, and multitudes who were serious about following Him. Like the church in Acts, we don't want anything to stand between us and the Lord. We want Him to use us to draw others to Himself. In order to do that, like the church in Acts, Our hearts and lives need to be purified. Anything self-serving or hypocritical needs to go. So today, I pray from Psalm 139, 23, and 24. Search us, O God, and know our hearts. Try us and know our thoughts, and see if there is any wicked way in us, and lead us to the way everlasting, for your glory and for your church. You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.